there's a part of me that thinks that no matter how positive you are and how accepting you are, there's always that little bitchiness that's going to come out when things aren't done exactly how you want them done. And I don't think it's meant to be towards that person. I think it's more frustration within ourselves. Now this morning, I had a doctor's appointment with my neurologist, and he's the EDS guru. And that appointment was at 10.15. My husband and my son were leaving for work and school, and I couldn't wait for them to leave because I wanted to go back to sleep because I was told I need to have more sleep. And my son's Taekwondo tournament's coming up, and I want to make sure I'm ready and able to do that because I haven't come up with any rhyme or reason as to what exhausts my body and what doesn't. So I'm trying not to overexert myself. And then another thing was that I'm on crutches because that, is it quadratus lumbarum, I think. <laughs> I think that's the muscle that's in my in my back on the left side is so tight and with my pelvis being out I just can't really put much weight without it causing pain so I'm like what good is it for me to get up I can't do squat you know it's hard to do things when you've got crutches and then mentally I am so fogged up it's like I, I mean, I can't make simple decisions. Do I do a curbside pickup before four and get my son to help me? Or do I wait and let my husband help me after six? I mean, little decisions. Why? Probably because I've got a lot of mental issues myself, maybe. But it's because I can't do it all by myself. If it were up to me, it'd already be done. Everything would already be purchased, everything would already be put away, and I'd be good to go. But I am at the mercy of other people, and that's just so frustrating. No matter how good your partner is, no matter how much of a support team you have, I don't think you ever mentally accept that you just can't do it all. And I just got through griping because my husband left me with a big basket of clothes to fold. He's like, well, you can fold them when you're on the bed and you can't really fold clothes when you're stuck sitting on the bed. So my, my son, you know, was helping me and it just makes you just even more doubly frustrated. You don't want somebody doing it for you, but then it's frustrated when, you know, somebody's having you do it according to what they think may work. It's just this vicious cycle that I think we do. At least I do. And so the doctor always wants you to be there 15 minutes early. Well, I don't know why, because 15 minutes early, they still get you back 45 minutes after your appointment time. So I get there <laughs> and I get there. So Dr. Swayden gets me in and he has me sit in a specific chair and he's talking with me. And he said, why the crutches? I said, well, I popped my pelvis out doing those postural exercises. And he said, how do you live like this? How, <laughs> how did you manage all these years? I said, well, actually, it hasn't been that long for me, to be honest with you. I said, it didn't really happen. You know, nothing ever took me down until after I gave birth. 
And he's like, interesting, interesting. I've never thought of this. He said, let me look this up. So he's looking things up and he said, relaxin. I think, and remember, this is all from the patient's perspective. So take the, the terminology that I use with a grain of salt. But he said the relaxin hormone you put out when you're pregnant to give you laxity so you can give birth. And he said, and I believe people with EDS, this is bad because I guess we never stop. I don't know if it's if that we ever stop producing it or the fact that it just never goes back into place. You know, once it's stretched out, I guess that's it. <laughs> so he looked it up and he said, hormone replacement, what can we do? So he looked it up and he rattled off, I mean, CoQ10, uh, Metha something or another, B12, all these vitamins. And I said, do you have them in one easy to swallow pill? And he laughed. Uh, so I'm waiting to get the list of all the vitamins that he has recommended because he's thinking if I can possibly, I don't know, do something with that relaxing hormone or I don't know if it's, it, he said it's going to tighten the the connective tissue back up. That's what he was saying. And, you know, get rid of the laxity. He said, but then it causes stiffness. But I think this might be a good direction for you. And I find it interesting because I connected with the woman today on Facebook. And she had put in, and I'm so happy that we met because it's the whole reason for this group. And the podcast is to help educate and share with people. And she put out there that she had just uh, had physio against her will. Her cousin was insisting on pretty much working on her fascia. And she said she's never had any luck, you know, with physios before and everybody would just hurt her. And after 30 minutes, she said, my eyes were open. I was able to function. And she was like, has anybody else ever had an experience like that? So I was so happy that I was able to say that's been my entire experience. And she happened to bring up the hormones just before I went to my doctor about how there was something to do with the progesterone and the estrogen and the sex hormone. And somehow when she would turn her head, it just gets... I'm just all lost, but there's some kind of connection. And I remember Axel Bolin, the fascia guide, told me that, you know, women are twice as likely to be hypermobile because they have their, their periods and then they uh, produce an egg. So that's happening twice a month. So we're we are more likely to be hypermobile than men. So Dr. Swedan's talking with me and he's like, now you have low B12, we're gonna test your B12. He said, but you have gastroparesis, I guess that. And he goes, and then everything you're describing to me, he said, it's the dysautonomia, I guess. And remember, this is all new to me because my body went down in 2021 and I just thought once I got rid of the adhesions, I'd be good to go. <laughs> and it's not happening. It's not happening at all. 
I am starting to have the fatigue, the brain fog, and all of this stuff. I mean, the wherewithal to do anything. And I told him, I said, quit giving me labels. I mean, supermodel, lottery winner, anything but another comorbidity. Hope I'm saying all these words right. So he suggested, because I've lost more weight, that I try this pill. Here we go. Pyridostigamine. Pyridost, whatever it is. Something that they gave bromide. It's something, I guess, that they gave to people during the Gulf War. And it does something about the nerves. And I think it, it's for myosynthesis gravis, you know. And forgive me, it's, I'm not ignorant. Uh, you may think so. But I have been studying fascia for so long and trying to get my abilities back that I just, it's just every time I turned around, I had another illness and it was all related to EDS. And I just have gotten to the point that I accept if I'm constipated, it's because of EDS. If my nose is running, it's because of EDS. If I'm not sweating properly, it's EDS. So I haven't looked all of these things up because I, I guess I just don't want to know. And the, and the element of surprise, you know, just, just surprise me. So he thinks that taking this pill, he actually told me, and, and I apologize if this offends anybody, but he says, you're going to take this pill and you're going to have a good shit. And that was his medical terminology to me. And I said, okay, Dr. Swaydan, thank you very much. And then he said, I think we're going we're gonna to test your B12. He said, we've got to get the fatigue gone and help you with the pain. And then you'll be able to think straighter. He said, you can't possibly not have brain fog with, with all of this. So at least I feel, I mean, he's given me all these labels. I don't want them, but he's just like, you fall into the classic, you know, and then some. And so he says, you probably, you are going to do like, a, probably going to look into B12 shots. And I said, well, okay, I guess, you know, let's, let's check your B12. So that was it. I waited, uh, let's say I started that appointment at, 10.06 this morning, I physically got to see him at 11.09, and I left his office at 11.33. I then went downstairs to have my lab work. While I'm on crutches, I get it that the heaviest doors ever. I mean, I, they've just got the heaviest doors, and you've got crutches, and, and to be honest with you, I'm afraid to pull on a heavy door because... Things pop out in my body, my ribs or <laughs> my wrist, anything. So I'm very cautious when it comes to these heavy doors. And I used to move them with my feet. I don't dare. I don't dare move a door with my feet anymore because I'm afraid of the domino effect coming up to my pelvis. I don't even cross my legs anymore because it's just going to slowly, you know, pull me out. Now I go down to get my lab work and she said after it took I uh, took all the to get into the door and get in there she goes our technician went home sick and we don't have anybody until one o'clock but if you would like to go to the doctor's hospital you can go ahead 
and have the blood work. And I thought, oh, another to-do, and I'm not even getting my other to-dos done. And I had done some of my AWOL Zebra agenda already. So I was happy about that because, you know, I put down those three things, the AWOL Zebra agenda. So I got those three things together. And so I'd already done two. I showered and I did my exercises. And by the way, they switched my exercises up. Because my left side is so weak, I now have to lie down on my back. And instead of reaching forward with my right arm, I have to reach forward with my left and then blow into of the balloon. I can't do it. <laughs> I don't have, I'm trying, I tried, but I can't get the rhythm down. It's just like everybody in high school chased me down to be on the basketball team because they saw my height, but they never saw my skills because they were highly lacking. It took me four hours to learn how to jump rope. I do not have coordination. So I am trying to do the exercises and I've just got a few and they're very simple and I can't, I can't get my mind to accept, use the left hand, not the right hand, keep your neck back, squeeze your feet together or no, squeeze your knees together, push your feet into the floor ever so gently and, and breathe. It's just beyond me how to do all this. So I figure I'm going to go ahead and push through and, and just hurry and get to the hospital and I'll go do the blood work so that won't be another thing on my list. So I get there. Now there was a woman at the same lab in a wheelchair and she did not beat me to the hospital, but she got in before me. And then another gentleman, I'm sitting there. Now, you know, I'm in pain. It's, it, it's already 1242. And I had been sitting there since 12 o'clock. Actually, I've been sitting there since 11.57, if we want to get technical. And these two people were not there before me. And I finally looked at the woman. I said, I'm very sorry. Because there's a few things in life I've learned. You don't aggravate the person that's delivering your food. And you don't aggravate somebody that's getting ready to stick you. And I said, I'm really sorry. I don't mean to be bothersome, but... I have to pick up my son. Do you think it'll be much longer? I said, I've seen people <laughs> kind of go ahead of me, and I just want to make sure. And she goes, oh, oh, no, you know, um, it, you're next. And I said, okay. So the girl gets me back, and she goes, I want to thank you for being so patient. She said, those people were so grumpy and so rude. I'm sorry that they let them go ahead of you. And I thought that was very frustrating, but I wasn't going to upset her. <laughs> I was like, it's okay. So I finished up with this appointment. It's now 104. I get my blood work. So I'm excited to find out about my B12 because if it's low, which he said is odd, but it was low before, then I might be able to get these B12 injections. And if so, maybe I'll be more clear-headed. Who knows where we'll go after this? So as I'm leaving the hospital, I'm like, I have not eaten today. Perhaps I need to shove something in my face and it's Jennifer's birthday and I need to get her gift to her. Now, I would do the Amazon Prime thing, but the last time I did that, three times the package came back to me. So, uh, and the funny thing is, the person I was sending it to got the bill and I got the package. So, I just have everything sent to me and I'm going to hand deliver it. 
So I said, I have enough time. She's picking up, you know, Connor from school and I'm going to be right behind her. So I'll go drop her package off real fast. So I went and dropped it off on her porch. And then I ran by the house because I had to get pain medication because by this time it was brutal. You know, it was starting to really hurt. And I changed clothes and then I looked at everything that wasn't done. I tried to go ahead. I said, I'm going to put the the, the laundry into the dryer. Well, my husband had thrown my clothes that I was going to wear today because I will, I, just because I know what it's like when you have so many clothes. So if I put on sweatpants, say the night before, and I don't wear them for very long, I'll just hang them over the chair and I'll wear them, you know, to the doctor's appointment or, or put them on when I'm up before I take a shower. So I'm good to go. And it's one less, you know, I just can't, I just, I mean, why have three pairs of pants in one day? I mean, they weren't dirty, but he insisted upon taking my clothes. That's fine, but the problem is he didn't check them. I'm forever shoving tissues up my sleeves or in pockets because I just have this thing about I've got to have water with me at all times and I have to have a tissue. So there was tissue all all in the wash going all over the floor and I'm trying to hurry and put them in the dryer and I was like well the lint trap will get most of it so then I'm going to go pick up my son I make it just in time and oh oh I did stop though in between I said I've earned a beverage I'm going to get a soda pop and I said and maybe I'll go ahead and grab a piece of pizza or something and I went in and it was this fancy 7-Eleven. I mean, the Doobie Brothers were cranking on the, the loud system. The floors looked like el- just elegant. And they had styrofoam cups, which meant your drink wasn't going to sweat. And they had those pillows of ice, you know, that are just so soft, but they're just so good. And I said, I'll get me a piece of pizza. And as I was going up to pay for it, I looked, and the man behind the counter had a beard longer than my hair, and I was like, I will be sickened if I get a piece of pizza, and it's got his hair in it. So I foregoed the the pizza and just got the soda, and then I'm on the way to get my son. So I go get my son, and I come back home, and, you know, I'm trying to think about what all I haven't done today and then trying to figure out where that odor was coming from. Because as I was sitting in the lobby waiting for my blood work to be done, I was smelling something. And I don't know if my dysautonomia has given me the the power, superpower of smell or what, but I was just smelling something and I was trying so, you know, carefully to like check, was it me? You know, did I have the odor? But I think it was these people beside me. It was like sun lotion. And they evidently were on vacation or something. And and they were in sandals and everything. And then I had this, you know, thought thinking, I feel like I'm still smelling it. But I had changed my clothes and I was in my vehicle and I shouldn't be still smelling it. And then it made me think about after my son broke my nose and when they fixed it, I was going through the grocery store and... I was in the canned food aisle and I swear I could smell like the corn and stuff in the cans. Please tell me somebody out there has had that happen to them. Like you just have this super smell. So I'm waiting for my son and I'm trying to shake off the smell from earlier and I'm 
thinking about all the things at home that I need to get done. Oh my gosh, I forgot to order groceries. I still need to do a curbside. I haven't rested for today because I don't know about y'all, but when I get up, I can't really go back to sleep. I've never been able to nap. And I think it's because many years ago when we were going to Carolina, me, my uncle, and my grandmother, and I fell asleep and I woke up, all my Fig Newtons were gone. So because of that, I, I just I had this fear of missing out or something happening. So I can't take a nap during the day. So I've got all of this on my mind and I'm thinking I haven't rested. I haven't ordered groceries. I've got to get back home. There's tissue paper all over the floor and I can't do it by myself. And then I've got this load of laundry and then there's a part of me that's just so daggone mad because it's not already done. But how is it supposed to be done when the people that could do it effortlessly are out working and doing their jobs and going to school? And I'm just sitting here trying to figure out how to manage the day. And now I feel like I'm energetic, I'm ready to go, but I've got that stabbing pain on my left side. And then I'm ready to take care of my paperwork. But the sad thing is all the businesses are closed when I start getting my vim and vigor. So I just am totally lost. But I'm trying to stay positive. <laughs> and I'm trying to have fun. Because when I started this, I was a little upset. I was upset that I had a load of laundry that I could not fold by myself. I was upset that the groceries hadn't been picked up yet. But because I sat down and decided to chat with you, I feel a little bit better. So that is why I call this podcast my medication. Now, I'm looking forward to finding out if Dr. Swayden is right on this pro-whatever pill he has given me. And I don't normally jump towards taking medication that he prescribes, but I know my weight's going down. I know I need to eat. And it is such a miserable feeling. And I know you know what I'm talking about. When you eat a piece of toast and then you're like, I, just, I can't eat anymore. I feel nauseous. I, you know, my stomach feels miserable. And, you know, don't even get me started on hemorrhoids. Ugh, what your body goes through during pregnancy. But yeah, it's been one of those kind of days. But because I had you to chat with, I feel a little bit better. Now, here's hoping that these pills work tonight. I'm sure I'll let you know tomorrow. And hopefully, I'll get my head out of my derriere and I will get some paperwork done. I've somehow been able to manage that I'm, I'm paying things before late fees and before things are cut off. It just is not like me. I do feel so out of sorts. And it's just kind of frustrating. 
So for those of you out there that are able to go to work every day or that get through work and then come home and can't do anything, don't be so hard on yourselves because I'm not even able to leave the house much less, you know. So I commend you if you can get up and go. And if you've got some cocktail of magic that works for you, I think that's absolutely wonderful. And please share it with us. I would love to know. But in the meantime, I'm trying to accept how... I oh, thank you, son. Love you. I'm trying to accept how to deal with the ups and downs of this illness. And also trying to figure out what that smell was. It was just nasty. And then I'm thinking, was it kettle corn? Because they had food trucks out there too. There was some celebration for nurses and all. And I thought, well, that's pretty cool. I like that. But was it kettle corn? What was that smell? I guess we'll never know. But I am eagerly awaiting my B12 results. And um, that's about it. I thank you so much. Very, very much for being here. Like us on Spotify. We're growing. I'm so excited. And message me. I would love, and if I haven't gotten back to you yet, it's just because nothing personal. I'm lucky if I can accomplish a shower and get my son to school and to work. And I'm barely able to do that. But I promise you, I will respond. Because it means a lot to me that you take the time to include me in your day. Thank you so much for listening. I look forward to hearing from you. We'll find out tomorrow. Stay tuned. What's happening? Christy Lynn Hanshee, AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day.